Hello and welcome to Organising to Win, the trade union podcast from Unison Northwest. 2019 is the TUC's Year of the Young Worker, and to mark that occasion, three young members from our Unison Northwest Young Members Forum, Jack, Sam, and Joel, are taking over our organising podcast to explore a range of topics affecting young workers and young people in the trade union movement. Before I hand over to them, though, earlier this year, Anthony Hayes from the TUC's digital team presented a session at our Skills for Strength organising convention on how to use social media as an effective organising tool. So firstly, here he is talking to me about that topic and what resources the TUC is producing to help unions campaign online. Apologies, by the way, for the ambulance siren that seems to want to be uh, part of the interview too. Uh, I started off by asking Anthony how we can best use social media in the organising context. Sure. Well, I think the best place to start is thinking about the things that we do already, like workplace meetings, uh, like uh, surveying each other, like going around the office or wherever you are and asking people to support your campaigns yeah. and think about the, the digital tools that are available that, that you can use to do those things more effectively, more efficiently. Uh, and, you know, the really good example of those and where some really interesting union organising is happening is in Facebook groups. So uh, whether it's a union organiser or a shop steward, they will put questions in the Facebook group, uh, ask members what the most important issues are, you know, uh, gauge interest in taking action on something, share online petitions, uh, report back on a meeting with management. Uh, these types of things that we're used to, uh, that unions are used to doing uh, and using digital tools to do them. Uh, Similarly with online petitions, you know, unions have been using petitions for hundreds of years to gain support on issues, to gauge support, to give people ways to show solidarity, to put pressure on bosses and on politicians. And the online petition, you know, it's, it's been around for a while, it's, it's not new, uh, but they're still uh, being, you know, uh, they're still very effective at uh, helping us win um, and get industrial and political outcomes. So let's take that example of a petition then. Mm. How do we transform that petition that someone might have seen on their Facebook wall or news feed yep. or, <laughs> yep. um, or they might have had it emailed through to them or whatever? Yeah. They sign that. How do, we, how, do we, how do we transform that action into something that we can use um, to you know, pull the levers of power or yep. to get that person more engaged and involved in the union? Yeah, so I think uh, to get that person more engaged and more involved in the union, uh, it takes it takes a lot of work, all the usual work that it takes to get someone involved in the union, but it just gives us a really good way to do it. So immediately when someone signs a petition, we know their name. Um, almost every platform will tell you, give you an indication of uh, what area they live in, so you know kind of whereabouts uh, they're living. Uh, whatever issue they sign on to, you know they care about that issue, which is a great place to start an organising conversation around um, an issue that someone's prepared to, to put their name to. And you have their contact details. So you always have an email address at least. Uh, in some places you'll get a phone number too. And they're great ways to reach out to people uh, and ask them to take more action or to plug them into your campaign or whatever you want to do. Uh, it's a, it's a, um, a great way to start it. And, you know, petitions have been done, online petitions have been done so much in the last 10 or 15 years. And I think that 
we shouldn't write them off. Uh, it's easy to write something off because it's been done and, you know, what will signing a petition do? But the reality is that petitions still put pressure on politicians. They still can put pressure on employers. They can be fantastic for showing workers who are taking action that they are supported by the community, by their workmates, by union members elsewhere. Uh, it's still a, a incredibly effective tactic. So. And where, you know, looking around at some, uh, some of the high-profile union disputes that, that we've seen over the last few years, mm. you know, Sports Direct, Glasgow yeah. Equal Pay, um, yeah. all sorts of, of different disputes, which ones to you have been kind of uh, really interesting, good practice examples for digital organising? Yeah, so uh, I wasn't I wasn't in the UK when Sports Direct happened, uh, but I know there was a petition and, and that went alongside it. The really interesting campaign for me last year, where there was kind of digital was a part of it, was at TGI Fridays, um, and similarly uh, with the care workers, uh, Unison care workers in. Uh, at AFG, uh, you know, um, on both of those campaigns, there were 15,000 people who, within a couple of weeks, were signed onto that campaign to show solidarity. And I thought they were, uh, you know, fantastic examples of uh, of engaging the public to support uh, workplace campaigns. Okay, and um, sorry, that didn't answer your question. I think no, no, no <laughs> it's kind of that didn't. You can ask did. Me again Absolutely. <laughs> so I'll just wait for that to go past. <laughs> Just driving around the block. So, um, I understand you're working on some really interesting sounding tools that the TUC are developing. Yeah. Um, for trade union branches and activists and campaigners to to use kind of out of the box to uh, to, to get stuck into to, to using digital yeah. in their own their own work. So. Can you tell us a little bit about that? And what, what, sure. What, what we've got to look out for? Sure. Well, you can you can probably tell that I'm a, um, uh, that I'm a fan of uh, online petitions by now. Yeah. Um, so uh, the primary tool that that. Uh, the TUC launched in December was uh, Megaphone, which is a petition platform for unions and union members to start their petitions. Uh, and uh, you know what sits behind Megaphone is a. a thousands and thousands of supporters who have taken action on workers' rights campaigns before who are ready and willing to support the next campaigns that are coming up. So what Megaphone means is that unions uh, who, who may not have capacity to run their own petition platforms uh, can uh, jump on there and have a petition live uh, within 10 minutes. Uh, they can have that campaign out within 15 minutes uh, and then they'll get some, uh, some specialised support uh, from the TUC in launching those campaigns and getting those campaigns up and running. Fantastic. And where, do, where, where can um, people go to find more information about that? So uh, megaphone.org.uk, there is a start a campaign button uh, in the header uh, at the top of the page. Um, people can start a campaign up there if they're willing. There's a couple of steps that happen after that, uh, but, uh, but it's all there, kind of ready to go. That was the TUC's Anthony Hayes speaking to me earlier this year. Now, in the first of our Year of the Young Worker programmes, I'll hand over to Jack, Sam and Joel from our Young Members Forum as they discuss what inspired them to get more involved in Unison, what they get out of being active in a trade union and how that ties in with their political beliefs and values. So, being young and active in Unison, that's what we're going to talk about right now. 
I'm Jack, Jack Comey. Um, oh God, I said that like James Bond, didn't I? <laughs> I I'm Jack, Jack Comey. I'm Jack Comey. Stage uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, I am a young member in Unison. I am currently an equalities coordinator in my branch. And I've also been the Northwest delegate on the National Young Members Forum, uh, as well as a communications officer. Um, I've got two other people with me. They want yeah. to introduce themselves? Um, I'm Sam, and um, in my workplace, I'm a steward. In my branch, I'm the Young Members Officer, and for the North West, I'm the Regional Council Delegate. Uh, I'm John Mansell, I'm the Communications Officer for Wirral Branch. Uh, I'm also a full time rep, which is exciting. Great. Uh, we're just going to have a little, uh, a little chat, aren't we, mm. about what it's like to be a young member in Unison. It is the TUC Year of Young Workers, so that's a big part of why we're doing this. Uh, um, we just want to kind of get it out there, really. Uh, so do you want to talk about why we joined a trade union? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to... Yeah. I, think, I think I first joined as just... The reason why most people join is just that kind of security at work, you know, in case, God forbid, anything went wrong. Um, but then it just sort of evolved from there, you know, meeting people who were involved in the, the trade union movement and, you know, how, actually how you become active, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I actually joined after something bad did happen, yeah. which is the worst time to join. Um, so I was about 21 and um, we'd had a restructuring work and an older man with less experience than me had been given the job that I thought I should have got. So um, I ended up in a big argument with HR where they tried to kind of scare me out of um, like persevering with that. But um, I'd got some legal support from just a friend who said like that is out of order. Like you should you should persevere with that. So I did, um, and I did get that job, which is something I'm proud of. Um, after that, I spoke to the union rep. And he told me about like how all along I should have had union representation there in those meetings with HR, but they never told me that I could have that. So of course I joined then. Yeah, and you became active pretty quickly as well. Yeah, soon yeah. after that, I yeah. just started my stewards training after that. Yeah, yeah. Um, with me, a bit like uh, a bit like you, Joel. I, you know, I just joined because I wanted the security of it. Yeah. I did begin to become a bit a bit more active uh, after that. Um, I suppose with me, I, d- I didn't want to, um, you know, uh, young people say they're often encouraged to be quite a sort of careerist and mm. think of themselves, you know, be, constantly be in competition, you know, yeah. with other people. Um, I think when you join uni, you, you, you want you want to kind of a more of a community and you want to make things better for everyone, you know, and you want to make working conditions better for everyone. Um, and I had a real appetite for that. So that was the main reason why I joined as well. That's really interesting there about um, young people being quite careerist. Because one of the things I've heard quite a lot from young members is they, they don't want to get involved in unison because they don't want to hinder their own you know, career progression. Yeah. But actually, I think joining it for me has actually benefited me. Absolutely. I think the skills you learn in terms of like negotiating, mm. you know, your knowledge of like employment law, stuff like that, it's really, really brilliant stuff. Uh, and like training you wouldn't even get anywhere else. No, definitely. Uh, loads, loads of training opportunities. Um, that I don't think a lot a lot of people aren't aware of them, yeah. but they really are there, and um, I know they've been beneficial to me. Mm. I've done far more training through the union um, in this last nearly year that I've been involved. 
um, than probably the last three years yeah. of what I've been uh, funded by my employer. Absolutely, yeah, same for me. So I'm currently a qualities coordinator in my role. I have just started it, uh, so um, I'm sort of just getting to grips with it, really. Um, There's not a great deal I can tell you about it. I was a young members officer uh, for about a year. Um, I suppose with that, it's, it's there are many kind of equalities roles uh, in a unit. It's a very important thing nowadays in the trade union. Um, I suppose what I do is try and bring it all together, uh, make sure that they're getting access to the other kind of staff networks and uh, things like that, really. Um, what do you guys do in your role? Um, I'd say what I do as a steward in the workplace is that um, I'll represent members when they come into issues to do with like sickness absence reviews and uh, disciplinaries and that kind of thing. But also it's good to be able to raise things before they get to that point, like um, issues in the workplace such as like bad technology. Um, I can raise that with like the director and with the power of the union, something's done about that where it isn't. When, it, when it's raised in like one-to-ones by like individuals to their managers? Uh, since I've gone full-time at the branch, it's, it's been a real mix, really. I think a lot of the work that I've been doing is, is around restructures, because um, we've got a lot of consultations going on at the minute in terms of you know restructures of services, stuff like that. So the main bulk of it is just negotiating with management around that. You know, um, We've got a commitment with our HR department that we won't accept any compulsory redundancies. Um, I think since the new branch sec's been in, we've not had any. So, you know, we're, that's a real sticking point for us. Um, aside from that, personal cases, you know, like sickness absence, uh, disciplinaries, stuff like that. That's, yeah, restructures and personal cases are the main bulk of the work. Although, apart from actually as well, the kind of branch management stuff. So we've recently done like a branch-wide communications review. So that was a massive piece of work that we've done. We're doing an AGM review in the minute, stuff like that. What do you get from your role? And what do you get from your union activities? I think for me, it's, it's a lot of job satisfaction. Um, it's definitely the most satisfying job I've ever had. You know, um, especially when you're representing members, you know, if, if you've, you've got a case where you know someone's being penalised for something really trivial and you actually get them off the hook and you know you, you get a big win it's one of the most satisfying things um, for me I mean I'm not a, a steward so I, I don't really kind of experience uh, that sort of uh, thing uh, but what I, I would say I, I love the sort of the connectivity that it uh, brings uh, you meet all sorts of yeah. different people who work in different places and some people have the same experience, some people have a different experience. Um, you know, you get to go to conferences, uh, meet other young people from uh, around the country. Um, so I like that, that it, that it brings. And, and, and when you have that connectivity, you really feel like you can kind of start to make changes, uh, especially when there are kind of... Uh, you share... Uh, interest in, in the kind of things that you want to change and um, that's that's the kind of thing that leads to good motions you know being passed and, and being put forward um, so I, I like that aspect of it really because uh, you know without without um, 
without the union, you, you can be almost kind of socially isolated. You can sort of um, you st- be stuck within your own kind of work sphere, um, I find. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of good things that you get from the union, which is just easy, good stuff that you can just enjoy, which is like spending time on your own personal development and like building relationships with other people who you work with. And that's all just feel good stuff. Um, but some of the things that you need to do like when you're representing a member and you're kind of standing against HR and a manager that maybe you've like seen in the workplace or worked with before and that kind of thing and it's you against them and like it's a really it can be a really high pressure kind of environment but the feeling when you've done like your best and that member is like not been put on their second warning or um, is keeping the job or that kind of thing I think that that is probably like my proudest work out of anything in my day job or the union it's probably like the best thing that I think I've done even though it's hard yeah definitely uh what about uh kind of political political I can't speak today political interests how being active connects to your political interests um do you think that there's um a link between uh the the union I and mean, your political I know there is with mine uh, there's yeah. a labour link yeah. I'll, I'll throw that pun in there um, <laughs> but yeah I mean do you think that yeah I think you know we were talking about all the opportunities you get as part of being with a trade union you know we I've had the opportunity to go on a lot of trips and a lot of them are political you know so we last week went to Durham Miners which was absolutely fantastic um, you know you hear Corbyn speak and obviously Corbyn's a member of trade union as well um, yeah, you, you get to go to all these things and you really see just how connected, you know, Labour in particular are with the trade union and just how the two really go hand in hand. Yeah, I think I've, I've been involved with a lot of stuff to do with politics and like feminism and LGBT stuff, um, but nothing really takes off that big. It's never like a, a really massive scale, mm-hmm. but when you go to like Unison events like the Young Members Conference and the national delegate conference and there's so many people there from all across the country it's so organized it's amazing like it's obviously a really really powerful force um yeah no absolutely uh i definitely agree with what you both uh said there i mean let's remember the uh i am a labor supporter um the labor party it's built on trade unionism and uh we can't forget that yeah. uh, it is intrinsically linked, uh, and um, it's it's a great way to uh, to have some agency in politics, even if you're not directly involved in politics. You know, yeah. you don't necessarily have to be a councillor or a politician or anything like that, um, but you can have some some agency uh, in politics in a union. Um, you know, uh, that can go straight to uh, Westminster, uh, and that's that's quite satisfying, really. I think. Um, actually, Sam, you were just saying about, um, you know, you've been involved in a lot of things with relation to, you know, feminism, LGBT, uh, things like that. Do, do you think, um, I hate to use the term identity politics because some people think that's a negative term, but I will. Um, but do you think uh, a trade union is, is good for that? Not, not just for workers' rights, but for, um, you know, for for feminism, women's rights, uh, LGBT rights, uh, things like that. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Um, So at the conferences, 
um, there's always uh, motions put forward by those. Is it a separate organised group? Yeah, SOGS. Yeah. For short. Yeah. Self-organised yeah. group. Yeah. yeah. And I love that. Self-organised, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I love taking part in the conversations where they're like writing those motions and putting them forward because we got a chance to do that at the young members one. And I thought that was just amazing hearing about um, what people across like the UK when they'd all got together like issues that were similar that we were all um, experiencing and then some that some people weren't really and it was depending on where they lived and that kind of thing so it's helped me understand a little bit better like what affects people who are outside of my social circles mm. and that kind of thing so it's really good yeah you get a broad sort of knowledge don't you across yeah. the country so like Northern Ireland they you know massive issues around abortion law and stuff like that yeah. which yeah. you wouldn't you know when you only when you speak to them in depth about it and you realize just how sickening it really is yeah 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 um i mean i think that's a, a big thing with the young people in unions is i think young people more than you know this generation more than any other generations in trade union they really want to push for um those kinds of uh uh rights for um you know, maybe kind of underprivileged, unprivileged uh, groups uh, in a way that maybe hasn't done, uh, maybe hasn't done in the past. Um, you know, there was a time when tr- trade unions uh, they were um, kind of specific, maybe to more of a kind of straight white male uh, kind of bias, mm. if you like. But um, I th- I th- I'm seeing now actually a lot more young people. They want a trade union. Uh, to be much more than that they, they they don't want it to just be a place for workers rights they want it to be a place for um the rights of uh you know bame lgbt uh women's communities as well i think Definitely. that was evident at a conference this year with Definitely, the lgbt yeah. plus motion yeah um you know i think the the atmosphere in the room when that motion was passed was really mm-hmm. telling mm-hmm. definitely definitely um what are the challenges do you think of being active in a trade union? I think I'm quite lucky in the in the sense that I get to do it full time. But I think one of the challenges that I hear a lot about is actually facilities time, actually getting getting the time to do trade union duties, especially as a young member. Um, I know because it is having a battle with management to get that time to to represent your members and and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean. Completely. I was going to say the same thing. Um, also, just generally that you're quite busy mm, yeah. a lot of the time. You have to day in and out of work. So, yeah, it's, you're, you're working outside of your day job as well. I should point out that, you know, if that, if that puts anyone off kind of listening, it, it, it is a labour of love. Uh, you know, I'm quite happy to sacrifice my time. Very happy to sacrifice my time. But I am often tired. another challenge is you know I spoke before about when you get a great result for your member you know you get that job satisfaction it makes you feel like you've made a difference when things don't go your way you know when when you get cases you know really horrendous cases you get a lot of people who are really low contemplating suicide that's a real challenge of the job is you know having to hear these these horrible stories what people go through Mm. Yeah, bad for morale, isn't yeah. it? Very bad for morale. Almost like someone who works in kind of a medical profession, isn't it? Almost, yeah. you know, the, yeah. the, the successes and the, the failure, the, yeah. the yeah, tragic true. failures, yeah. Yeah. I do think that when there are, um, like, really difficult things that you've got to deal with, 
it's good that you've got kind of your other stewards in your workplace and you can speak to them about it. Um, and I've always found that when I've spoken to my branch and my region, that's been really good. So say I'm feeling really low and stressed out and like, oh, at the end of my tether, you just need to go and speak to those yeah. other people and they've all got your back and they tell you, you've done great, it's going to be fine. Do you think uh, we're starting to see a just a bit of a change, just in terms of are we starting to get more young people involved in unions and why definitely I think I think yeah. definitely so. and I think a massive part of that is as you mentioned before the, the link with politics so you know, yeah. the Labour Party and, and the trade unions are intrinsically linked and I think Jeremy Corbyn has got a massive massive young following yeah um, and, and I think that really does you know that, that pulls young people into the trade union movement because um, they want to be a part of that you know it's a really exciting time with the labour movement, and you know he's really engaging, and he's got these great policies, and and it, it does it pulls it pulls young mm. people in. Mm. I think he stands for like the very simple things that mm. um, young people do stand for, like um, anti-racism, yeah. um, anti-sexism, anti-homophobia, um, all those good things. So I think it's really easy for um, young people to agree with all of that. And. Um... I mean, this podcast has been pretty well-timed, hasn't it? Because just this week, we've had a quite a sinister individual who's now <laughs> the leader of our country, I think. That gives me... I was going to say that gives me hope. Bear with me. Um, that does make me think, oh, gosh, you know, maybe, you know, young people are, are, are very concerned about that. And, yeah. and maybe, maybe I would like to think... In fact, I do think if you're listening, that uh, your trade union is, is a very good port of call um, if you're feeling worried about the future um, of this country uh, because um, Bojo, as some like to call him, is um, quite an unpredictable individual and we're not quite sure where workers' rights are, are going to go, really. Um, yeah. Worrying times. Yeah, yeah. But hopeful times as well. Mm. Hopeful times. I think there's been... Um, yeah, I, th- I, I think... I'm feeling up, hopeful. I think we're up to the challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. You bet we are. Yeah. <laughs> that said, what's good? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's great things, isn't there, about it? You know, like you're saying, you, 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 the feeling you get when you when you represent your member and you, and you feel like you make a difference. You know, when you when you go in there against management and you know you, you can actually influence their decision making and you know put them to account. Really, you know, too, more often than not, they can get away with it. But you know, the amount of times when I've I've gone into hearings and. and I think if, if I hadn't have been there, they'd have just pulled the wall over the members' eyes. and So you, you do, you get that sense that how important the trade union movement really is in, in terms of protecting workers' rights. I think there's the social aspect as well, you know, I mean... Yes, I think definitely. The, the, the first thing I ever went to was the political school in 2017. I think that's where I met, met you. Yeah, it is, and then, yeah. Uh, not long after that, I went on a steward's course. That's where we met, and you do you build like a massive network, don't you? Mm. And you know, I've, I mean, 
I feel like we as a region, as a, as a young members group in the region, we're quite close. You know, we, we've got really good social aspect to it. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think that's a, a really great thing about joining the trade yeah. union as well. And also, um, socialise as you please. Yeah. You know, there's, I think sometimes, you know, if you do come to an event, especially if you're on your own, there's a kind of feeling of, oh, we'll I have to be this certain way. Oh, you know, if it's, you know, young people, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, drink loads, you know, we're all going to go wild. You really don't have to. Um, socialise as you please um, <laughs> that's the no, I know. there was that time when we uh, sloped off at about 10 o'clock because we were the, the older statesmen of the yeah, members yeah. region <laughs> yeah yeah I think uh, it's it's amazing how um, everybody is so like understanding and yeah. like kind of like minded and that kind of thing it's really rare that so many people are all together who all kind of agree with you so like sometimes in work say I've got to do like some public speaking or something um, I'll actually think to myself just imagine that everybody in the room is actually in unison and um, then I think to myself I don't need to worry so much because they won't be as judgmental or nasty (laughs) yeah that's definitely (laughs) true that's definitely true yeah yeah definitely um how do you think young people want to shape Unison and trade unions in general in the future? That's a good question. I've just thrown out. I've just thrown <laughs> out a question. Think, by the way, that that they weren't expecting. I think, I think it's, and, you know yeah. it, it ties in with what you said before about you know typically the the trade union. When you think about a trade unionist, you see the typical straight white male, mid forties mm. kind of kind of figure. I think it's changing that, isn't it? You mm. know, I think I read somewhere recently that the average age of a, a unison rep is forty four. I might mm. have got that wrong, but mm. it's definitely in the forties and you think, you know, we're celebrating our twenty sixth anniversary mm. as a union this year. You think if if, if that figure stays as it is, there won't be a union mm. in twenty six mm. years. So I think it's you know, young people recognise that and realise that they have to get active if they if they want to keep this momentum going. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I think, uh, you know, as you were saying, like, the image, like, almost like the the image of the the trade unionist is, is a big thing and mm. it's, it's, it's quite a difficult thing um, to kind of change in people's uh, minds. Uh, tradition, actually, is a big part of the trade union movement and I have no qualms with tradition. Tr- uh, you know, tradition is great, and it's really important to remember the history of trade unionism, which is what we do actually. We we do we do learn a lot of the history of it, um, but um, you know, we should also have the agency to to change things and and yeah. to look to the future. Um, I saw a play recently actually; it was a really good play, but but it was about the um, the Salford Dockers. Um, but I do remember uh, I do remember thinking that is that is still the the image of um, the kind of workers. Uh, of a trade union movement yeah. that you think of you think Dungaree of like dockers you know and it's like well they're not like that at all now yeah. I mean some of them are uh, but you know that they they could be you know your delivery drivers yeah. uh, uh, you know people like that um, I think the McDonald's strike was a massive mm, statement for young members yeah definitely definitely that was a, yeah. a massive turning point yeah I think there's still a really long way to go though to 
Um, well, for young people to understand what the trade union is, like for me, where I'm from, um, it totally just passed me by mm. until I yeah. needed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Exposure is a big thing mm. as well. It's, it's very hard to get um, to get exposure uh, at times. It, it is, as you were saying, it can very easily pass you by. Definitely, definitely. Um, but yes, I, I think. Yeah, we should be able to shape unions in our mould uh, in the future. Well, it's going to be us who's taking it forward, isn't it? You know, oh, yeah, it, definitely, definitely. You know, I know Unison speak in particular about we, us being the future, but we're also, you know, we're here now. Yeah. And then, in fact, there's a lot of issues that, that face young members and, you know, we're not just going to wait for the future to... So, you know, oh, we'll wait for all you to, you know, do what you need to do and then we'll take over. You know, we, we, mm-hmm. we're here now and, you know, we've, we've got to do mm-hmm. something about it. Yeah, the time is now. The time is now. And, um, you know, and I, I, I would say to the old, older members, ignore us or dismiss us um, at your peril. <laughs> well, maybe not at your peril. That sounds a bit threatening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I mean about that is if you, if you do if you do kind of um, not, you know, not listen to the yeah. needs of young people, then, y- y- you know, you're committing union suicide. Um, and I think um, that's why I'm really glad um, we've had the Year of Young Workers. Is We're having the Year of Young Workers um, because um, it's not just a good thing, it's, it's absolutely crucial yeah. uh, to the survival of the union movement. Does anybody have any more comments? <laughs> no, I think, you know, just... We were speaking there about the challenges and the good parts. I think for every challenge you get, there's eight million great things. You know, you will get challenges, but in the end, you get... It, it's worth it. It really is worth it. Is there anything you'd like to uh, hmm. conclude with? I think if anybody's wondering whether they should become more active in the union, um, then just go to like the first young members forum that's coming up next and you'll just meet everyone who's um, in the same mindset as you and it'll just click. Yeah. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say that. I, I would just say um, in a really daunting, vague, abstract way, um, uh, yeah, go for it. Uh, you won't regret it and watch this space who knows what the future holds well thanks to jack sam and joel there uh, who did uh, a much better job than i usually do uh, with their first program and, and and without hopefully being too daunting or vague i can tell you that there will um, certainly be in the future a few more programs put together by our young members which promise to be fantastic however that's all we've got time for for this month we will be back soon i hope with another episode and in the meantime if you'd like to access resources connected to this month's program alongside previous episodes of the podcast please head over to our website at www.unisonnw.org forward slash podcast and whilst you're at it don't forget to subscribe to us on itunes or your favorite podcast platform as well thanks for listening